if you start to notice that you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you have a responsibility to you to change your environment. So again, in trying to be intentional and actionable with these suggestions, I want you to go out and do something about this. And I'm going to give you some suggestions on exactly what you could do. The first is outside of changing your own narrative and changing that talk track in your head. The second is changing your environment. Are you around people, whether that's what you're absorbing on Instagram, who you're looking at Facebook, whatever platform you're on, or is it people that you hang out with that are really not making you feel good about yourself? Let's link up with Krista on the fix. She's a wellness coach with a focus on mental well-being and physical strength. What's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 57 of the Fix Podcast. I'm your host, Krista Huber, and I am on a mission to help as many people live their healthiest lives as possible without overcomplicating things. And I'm back for another solo episode. I mentioned on my Instagram stories just yesterday that I want to get into a groove with these of kind of alternating back and forth, maybe eventually adding in two episodes a week, if that's what the people want, where I do a solo episode really honestly inspired by user-generated content as well as real-life conversations that I'm having with my clients. And then I'll jump back in with my interviews that I love so much. I have such amazing guests. I say that every single week, but I say it because I truly mean it. However, one area where I am really committed to growing in 2022 is taking a lot of the advice that I may share or my guests may share in this podcast setting I'm putting it into practical application. And often I've noticed that most of my solo episodes where I jump on and I'm like, hey, I got this thing I want to talk about for a couple of minutes is usually inspired by an actual client conversation that I had. So I literally just got off the phone with a client. I'm recording this in between a bunch of client calls that I have virtually back to back today. And we were talking about the idea of your small wins. And that's not something that's necessarily new to the Fix podcast. I've recorded episodes about that before. But what I really want to dive into today with this little mini chat is twofold. The first is the idea of not comparing yourself to other people, which is huge. And the second is in regard to those small wins is not diminishing them because they're the quote unquote norm for everybody else or the thing that what people do besides you, the thing that you don't do that you think everyone else does. And we're going to kind of break this down a little bit. So here's the example. This is a real life client example. I let her know that I would be using this, but I won't say the client by name. So I'm chatting with a client who is really committed to dealing with some inflammation that she's been experiencing and just trying to figure out exactly what foods may set off some uncomfortable bloated related type symptoms for her versus the ones that she feels good eating and helping her focus and commit to just feeling better so that then our body is in a position that is going to make fat loss that much easier. So we started talking about some of the habits and behaviors that she's really been focused towards in accomplishing this goal. And one of the big ones is noticing how often she goes out to eat. And when I asked her what some of her wins were for this week, she was like, you know, I was going to run out to the grocery store. It was kind of crazy there. I then had to run out to do an errand last night for my car. And usually I would be the first 
to admit that in those situations, I don't feel like going home and cooking, so I'm just going to run and go get a bowl from somewhere, like kava. And that's not an unhealthy place. If I'm tracking my macros, I'm looking at different places that I could eat out, I would strongly encourage any client to choose that as an option because it's, if you don't know kava, it's kind of like chipotle, but more for Mediterranean food. And you can really customize anything, which is awesome. You can really tweak it. It's easy to track, et cetera, et cetera. So not a bad choice. But in her situation, we've got kind of some restrictions just temporarily around her food choices. And she honestly can't customize it to the degree that she really needs based on what her specific set of challenges are and what she's hoping to accomplish over the course of the next two, three months or so. So she said to me, she's like, you know, I went to the grocery store and I'm really proud of myself, but at the same time, and this is where the butt comes in, and this is exactly what I want to get to in this episode, that doesn't seem like that big of a deal because I know that's what most people would do anyway. They would go to the grocery store and I'm finding that I'm doing really well with actually cooking on my own and going to the grocery store on a regular basis, on a weekly basis, eating out less, et cetera. But that's not that big of a deal because that's what people do anyway. And I stopped her right there. And I said, we need to get that talk track out of your head. Because guess what? For you, that is a big deal. And it's a big deal because we've already set the understanding and the expectation that given what you hope to change about your health and your diet, right now, going out to eat isn't necessarily the best option for you. So in reality, that's actually a huge step. And yet she was so quick to want to be like, oh, it's not that big a deal. Complimented herself. And then in the next breath, she was like, but it's not that big of a deal. So this is my message to urge you to stop talking to yourself like that and to stop thinking about things like that. And I'm going to be forceful with this episode, feeling a little fiery today, Fix listeners, because I think this is just so important. I think it's a feedback loop that we all get stuck in all the time. And here's the thing. We're the only ones that can truly, truly change that. Little plug for working with a coach is that in me and this client having this conversation, I was able to stop her. And I was able to point out and then use the opportunity to talk about why that was actually really important for her. So anytime you think that, oh, I'm finally catching up to what everyone else does and I'm finally catching up to who it is that I want to become, behaving behaving like the people that I want to be like, you have a responsibility to cheer for yourself, pat yourself on the back and say, good job, Krista. Good job, whatever your name is. Because guess what? It's that choice, that small decision in the grand scheme of all the other decisions that you're going to make that is going to actually get you to where you want to go. It's part of that journey. And I have another episode coming for you guys with a very special guest next week where we dive into that a little bit deeper. So I'll just kind of tee tee that up a little bit and not go too further down that rabbit hole. However, I think that it's just very easy for us to be so set on snapping our fingers and automatically becoming the person that we expect to be, the person that we strive to be, that we kind of downplay us making the decisions and making the commitments to do the things that get us there. And I don't know why that is. I think we're just, we tend, especially with females, I work mostly with female clients, we tend to be a little bit harder on ourselves. So I just really want everyone to kind of Take note of that this week. Do a little, I'm on this doing exercise type of kicks and not in the sense of like working out because you guys know I like to do that. But 
I'm on this little mode with my solo episodes as of late where I really want to make them actionable and help you intentionally think about what you're doing from day to day, week to week, month to month. So as you're going throughout your week this week, I want you to kind of think about the way you're talking to yourself and think about if you catch yourself in a moment of, hey, I really want to, or I'm really proud of whatever it is, insert whatever accomplishment you made for that week. And it can be small, it can be big. It doesn't matter what your definition of it is. Just anything that you're proud of, period, full stop. If you have a but or a well or an and or an if or an however that follows that thought, I want you to acknowledge that you had it, but then I want you to literally imagine like you're taking hold of it, grabbing it, maybe it's written on a piece of paper, you're curling that paper into a really tight ball and you're throwing it away because those thoughts are not going to serve you. Those thoughts are actually the thoughts that are getting in the way of you really fully stepping into that power, of really fully stepping into being the person that it is that you want to be. Because they're just kind of like that little voice in your head, like angel and devil on the shoulders, the angel being the one where it's like, I'm really proud of myself that I actually went to the grocery store and cooked six different recipes this week. The devil being the, but everybody else does that, so it's not that big of a deal. We got to get rid of those. We got to throw them in the garbage. I'm not saying that we need to walk around being this absolute ball of positivity to the point where people are like, oh my God, she's so smiley and happy all the time and I just want to throw up every time she talks because she's so positive. That's not real life. But the more we can start to pay attention, even if it's just taking note of the fact that that thought was coming across, the more we can start to reverse those things. If we don't pay attention to them at all and we keep having them, we're just going to get stuck. And I don't know about you, but I don't wanna be in a new year thinking about all of the ways that I'm actually diminishing my progress, that I'm actually shooting myself in the foot and taking two steps back when in reality, what I should be happy about propelled me two steps forward. So that's your homework, as I like to tell my clients every time we finish a call, I give them homework for the week. So anybody listening to this, your homework for the week is to just take some inventory of any of those buts, the well, the howevers that are downplaying your wins and your successes And then start to see if there's any patterns with them. Is it about the same things all the time? And this doesn't apply to just nutrition and fitness. This could very well apply to, you know, your performance at work or something like that. It can apply to your relationships, anything. But just start to see if that's showing up for you a lot. Because if I had a guess, if it is showing up for you kind of frequently, it's probably just the theme of what your brain is way too focused on It's literally taking up space that could be put towards something else. And you know that too. Like you don't need to listen to this podcast recording and have me tell you that. But I think sometimes we just need that reminder. We need the outside voice to be like, wait a second, that's not serving you. And because it's not serving you, we we need to try to nip it in the bud. Again, not going to happen overnight. But until we start to pay attention to the behaviors, then they're always just kind of going on in the background And ultimately, I think that is the point with all of that noise just kind of circulating where you're constantly being your own worst enemy that you are in the place of asking yourself the question like, why can't I commit to this? Why can't I get to where I want to go? And then you start beating yourself up more and more and think that there's something wrong with you 
because you're too busy comparing yourself to other people or because you're too busy downplaying whatever small, tiny, little accomplishment that you actually had that isn't small and it isn't tiny because it's super, super important in getting to where you wanna go. Now, I realize I actually went slightly out of order from what I said I wanted to talk about today because the first point I had hit on was just not comparing yourself to people, period. And then the second point was everything I just went on and on about for the last couple of minutes. So we're just gonna pull it in reverse. So we talked about this idea of not downplaying your wins in regardless of their size. But to take it a step back, we don't wanna compare ourselves to other people in the first place. And this isn't new, and this is so much easier said than done. And we can go on and on and on about how social media has exacerbated this problem. And I think it's especially highlighted and just like really blown up when it comes to your nutrition and your fitness because one, this is just a vulnerable part of who you are as a person and it's you literally examining yourself and wanting to be something else. And two, we scroll through Instagram and we look at people and we're like, oh, well, they have a six pack or they have this, they look super lean or, you know, they they are able to look this certain way and it looks like that they have this perfect life. And we all know that that's never the case. But I think that if you start to notice that you're constantly comparing yourself to other people, you have a responsibility to you to change your environment. So again, in trying to be intentional and actionable with these suggestions, I want you to go out and do something about this. And I'm going to give you some suggestions on exactly what you could do. The first is outside of changing your own narrative and changing that talk track in your head. The second is changing your environment. Are you around people, whether that's what you're absorbing on Instagram, who you're looking at, Facebook, whatever platform you're on, or is it people that you hang out with that are really not making you feel good about yourself? And that doesn't mean like, oh, maybe you have a friend that you're like a little bit jealous of, like whatever. That's part of life. But what you should be looking for in your environment is being around people who actually make you wanna be better. So if you have that friend who you may be jealous of them or like wanting for some of the things that they have in their life, whether that's in their profession, how they look, the way they treat exercise, their relationships, whatever it is, they should be a person, if they're going to be a part of your circle, they should be a person that is going to help you level up. They should be the type of friend, I wouldn't call them a friend if they couldn't do this for me, they should be the type of friend that's gonna help you get somewhere else in some capacity, whether that's because they're like, hey, let's go work out together, or like, hey, I know you might be looking for a new job, like is there anything that I can do to help you? Now granted, it's also on you because relationships are a two-way street, and if you admire that person, that's a better word for what we're looking for, if you want to if you admire that friend and you respect them enough that you want to take their advice, you need to raise your hand and start that conversation and take control and say, "Hey, I really admire you. I really respect you. Like I it seems like you're super happy in this area of your life and I just want to be around that and I need your advice." And start having those types of conversations. If anything in the last 2 years with what's gone on with the pandemic and I think a lot of people have really kind of assessed their circles and who they spend time with. I know this is something I've been thinking about more and more as of late in both personal and professional contexts. Like it's not, it's not that you should be thinking that every relationship you have, you need to get something out of it. You need to think about it as well. How is this going to make me a better person? How do the people I have as a part of my life, how are they enhancing something about me? I saw a really great quote on Instagram yesterday 
that this is the kind of stuff you want to see in your feed with what I was talking about and controlling that digital environment that talked about relationships. And it is in the context of more so romantic relationships, but I think it applies to any that we have in life. And this is exactly what it said. It's about who makes you love yourself more, not only about who loves you. And I think that's really great because it encapsulates this idea that we're not looking for other people to create our happiness because we're responsible for that. We're responsible for what our lives look like. And we're in total control of that too, which is amazing. And that's a power that we should harness and appreciate, not try to just leave it for what it is and say, oh, like anything that happens to me, it's just gonna happen to me. But it helps you understand that you internally control your own happiness. You internally create the life that you want, the decisions that you choose to make. It applies to your fitness and nutrition. Like you're, you're the, you may have a coach, but you are the one that is gonna make it all happen. I say to my clients all the time when they do things where they think they're gonna have me be disappointed or they're not impressing me for whatever reason, they're so quick to be like, oh, I'm sorry I didn't do this thing. Oh, I'm sorry I didn't do that. You don't have me to be sorry to. You have yourself to be sorry to. And if anything, to put a positive spin on that, you also, you need to do it to be proud of yourself and you need to do it only for you. So the people that are part of your environment, and then let's take it a step further and even talk about the food that's around you in that environment. There's a lot to be said for, hey, if you're one of those people who has a really big sweet tooth and you just don't do well with having that food in the house, then spend some time where you just don't have it in the house. I think we can overlook that sort of stuff because it sounds too simple or like there's got to be some other hack and there's got to be a different way. But it's just creating that discipline and creating that structure. So I hope this kind of gives you guys something to think about as you finish out your week, move into the next week, just step back for a second, do that little self-assessment, starting off with those negative thoughts and reversing them, getting rid of them, doing our best to maybe we notice that we have like six of those a day. Can you cut off one or two here and there every other day? Can you go from six to four? And just starting to see if that as a result, you show up differently, you make different choices because you keep honoring what you want and you keep honoring that person that you ultimately want to become. I hope that these types of solo episodes can help any listener see and understand that there's so much more to your health and wellness than tracking something and looking at macros and using my fitness pal and losing the weight. Because yeah, those are all important tools and they all have a time and a place. But unless you can really kind of recenter and focus on you and maybe you need the help and guidance of someone like myself to help you put that plan into practice and look at the whole picture and take that truly holistic approach, that's the game changer. It's not the, I'm gonna try this type of diet, I'm gonna try that type of diet, I'm gonna follow this workout plan. It's really meeting yourself exactly where you are, being proud of every single win you have regardless of the size of that win and then executing on it week after week in a way that makes sense for anything that you experience. That doesn't mean being consistently perfect all the time. It means finding a plan that's flexible, finding an approach that maybe some weeks you knock out of the park and maybe on the week that you didn't do great or maybe you would even give yourself an F. It doesn't mean that you've completely lost your progress and doubling down on recognizing that that's still going to get you to where you ultimately want to go. So you know the deal. Share the message. 
If it was helpful for you, if it made any kind of impact on you, send it to a friend. Maybe this is your gateway to have a conversation with a friend about something that you really admire in their life. And this is how you're going to start that conversation. I'd love to be able to kind of be that vehicle for you. Have an incredible rest of your day from wherever you've tuned in for this episode of The Fix. And we'll see you guys next time.